and welcome to the Maker Made Podcast, the pod about woodworking, content creation, running a business, and whatever else we come up with. Hosted by myself, Tyler of Westfall Woodco, and my best friend Brian from Dogwood Custom Builds. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. This is the remix. Oh, episode 38. God, we took like a four week break what's up my brother has it actually been that long i don't think it's been that long november third uh three weeks yeah still we've been wow. not doing very consistent posting but uh the things have been crazy i mean doggy's over there selling millions upon millions of dollars worth of coasters i'm doing my thing this unfortunately has been put back on the back burner a few times but we love doing it and that's why we're here doing it again let's get it dude yeah for the 38th time actually how are you uh nothing much what's up with you dude what do you what do you got going on not much good episode all right. All right. See you All later. Thanks for listening. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is uh Tuesday, so two days before uh Thanksgiving. Um, so the office is really quiet. Um, but my shop has been just noisy, just making a lot of sawdust. I got my clean cut router sled going. So I flat flattened my little epoxy side slash end table and then no longer a coffee table. Well, it's Oh, the listeners won't be able to see this, but I'll show you because I'm on my couch right now. Um, it's going to go next to the couch about that height. Mm-hmm. So it'll act well, a little bit lower. So it'll act as an end table, side table. Um, but if I say it's a coffee table, then I'll have three coffee tables in my house. So I'll call it an end table <laughs> and I, then I only have two coffee tables. Oh, dude. Um, but I did just flatten an entire redwood slab in like 40 minutes. That so little that uh, flattening s- or router sled deal, that looks pretty slick. It is legit. Um, so we can talk about that uh, specifically maybe another episode in terms of just flattening. Um, because he, uh, so Brent over at Clean Cut Woodworks, really hooked me up with some good prototype pieces that he's testing out. And um, it was just an awesome tool. So definitely want to go more into that later. Um, as in like another episode in general. Um, but yeah, I made batched out another set of coasters yesterday. I got five, five sets in, and then I've got six more in the clamps. Really wanted to power through them today before I left for my sisters for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, but that's just not realistic. I'm kind of tired. I don't want to go back out there. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin you're going to, right? For Thanksgiving? Good old Wisconsin. That should be a good time. Whole, just about the whole family's going out there. Yeah. So my brother, his wife, and the four kiddos. Obviously, it's they got a newborn, so that's pretty you know difficult to travel yeah. with that with that uh, almost basketball team. <laughs> so um, they'll be they'll be hanging out in San Diego um, and for Christmas as well. So we'll miss them on Christmas. Uh, but we got a plan to get out to them and uh, see all the kiddos nice dude that's uh yeah. pretty cool i i'm very fortunate that none of i think we've been over this before but my whole family lives very close to me there was a couple years the past two years actually where my brother and his wife and kid were in denver because uh, my brother got a job out there but this is the first thanksgiving in the last two years where they've been here so that's been super cool we actually celebrated early last night with some turkey dinner, you know, stuffing, mashed potatoes, all that good stuff. It was freaking delicious, oh, dude. Thanksgiving dinner, I could eat. 
I could do that every week. Oh, I totally. love all of the food at Thanksgiving. Totally, yeah. Um, and uh, you do seem a little, you seem a little sad today. Did uh, how'd the football game turn out? Oh, for you? I did not want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So it was perfect that we, you know, got to have our family Thanksgiving, and the Cardinals just so happened to be playing at the same time. My whole family is uh, very serious Cardinals fans. And uh, last night was kind of like make or break for the rest of our season, to be honest. There's still a chance that we can make the playoffs, but it would require a miracle. And last night definitely uh, didn't help that at all. And it was a very ugly ending. Started off decent, but then quickly the wheels came off and we got spanked by the 49ers. Hey, man, it happens. Someone, uh, I was wearing my Browns sweatshirt out yesterday and... um, at Lowe's, and somebody's like, "Oh, tough Monday to be a Browns fan." And I was like, "When? When was the last time it was not a tough Monday to be a Browns fan? <laughs> For real, man. Yeah, get off my case." Yeah, well, I mean, the Cardinals. I mean, have just. I mean, in, ter- in the last like twenty years, my actually my entire life, we've made it to the Super Bowl one time and we lost, and I feel like we've only made the playoffs like five or six times. Probably, I could be very wrong, but. Definitely not the most notable team, a little bit better than the Browns, thankfully, in terms of just history, but uh, neither teams are the best to be fans of, that's for sure. But we stay loyal, baby, and that's what it's all about. Weren't you guys guys, undefeated for like 11 games? Uh, uh, Last year, I believe we started off 8-0, and then we lost all but one game after that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was in college, the Browns were 0-15 going into the last game. Uh, game of the season against the San Diego Chargers and then um, my roommate in college was a Chargers fan he's from San Diego and the Browns beat them and went 1-15 and that was the only win that year <laughs> um, I feel like the Browns and then, have and had then a... the Chargers moved and the Chargers moved <laughs> up to uh, I was like yeah they just got so demoralized from losing Browns that uh, they had to leave town I feel like the Browns have had a a winless season in recent history too haven't they or maybe that's what i'm thinking of where they just only won one game that was that was the last game in regular season and they won <laughs> um, oh that's yeah, tough was, dude yeah just brutal 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 but yeah what about the shop what you got going on oh, dude it's been crazy i don't know what has gone on the past like two three months but i've just been getting hammered so many new requests new builds returning clients coming back wanting new stuff uh i had a, a the most random instagram video kind of pop off a little bit i think it's got five or six million views and it was the it's actually not that far back on my feet because i've posted a ton but it's the gambler sign with the dice on it we've talked about that yeah. before uh that actually sparked up like six commissions for different signs like kind of playing off that uh design i guess um so that's been crazy i've been doing a lot of just designing and you know sending them off for approval and then uh, pulling those off those have been pretty cool because the cnc does most of the work um but those have been really popular recently keeping me busy i've been doing a lot of refinishing jobs uh luckily they've been getting nicer as i've moved forward and i've also been I mean, we've talked about refinishing before, and I, in order to get me to do a refinishing job, you're going to pay a top dollar, like an extremely high hourly rate, and I'll tell the customer that as well, and I haven't been pushed back yet, so I think I might raise that <laughs> refinishing price here yeah. soon because uh, I have this really cool Bloodwood dining table and bench set, um, mm-hmm. super 
it's just gorgeous, but there's having some weird separations and in between glue seams and whatnot. So got to repair those. That's actually what I'm going to do once we get done recording. Um, and then the refinishing jobs are off the table for a little while. And I have actually a couple of nice custom furniture pieces coming up. That'll be really fun. It's been a long time. It's been a couple months since I've made a piece of furniture, which kind of sucks. I've been dealing with just plywood and refinishing projects recently uh, and like CNC signs and stuff. But I don't really count that as like woodworking projects, obviously, because it's not like furniture. But uh, I'm really excited. Got some fun stuff cooking up. I'm going to start getting back on the content train, you know, and have some more fun projects coming up that are fun to film. And uh, yeah, so things are going pretty good. I can't complain. Nice. Yeah, speaking of like videos popping off, I, you know, I had been kind of low on the engagement for a little bit. Um, just, you know, not, not great videos, not super exciting stuff. Cause again, I was making just coasters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did the video I posted yesterday, the reel, we, and we, we talk about keeping our reels like under 23 seconds, right? you know, like pretty short. And that one was 42 seconds and it's like, yeah, that one <laughs> I just pulled it up. <laughs> um, it was like 40 something seconds and it's got like 39,000 views. Dude, I I, um, I remember watching this and I watched the whole thing, which is rare for longer formatted videos, mm-hmm. but I don't even recall thinking that this video is long. So that's pretty dope that, uh, you know, you made a good video so I can see why people and, would watch it. But then I, and I, I talked to, um, Charlie about it and it's like, there was really no, like nobody wants to watch a two day workbench build on a bench that simple right like there's no natural midpoint to pause and then post again later i got you there's no sense in breaking it up into two videos you just wanted to send it all out yeah yeah and i've done that with other videos like the bullet casings with the epoxy where i i paused basically after i put the bullet shells in Mm -hmm. and then they just like didn't it just didn't perform because all I did was drop bullets into epoxy like that. That's not exciting. Um, so I'm trying to get better. I think Charlie's term or the phrase he used was like, sometimes you just got to tell a story. Sometimes you just got to send the whole thing mm-hmm. and let people see it start to finish. And it's very whimsical of him to say. Yeah. <laughs> How did those uh, bullet casing coasters turn out? I just watched the video where they floated up vertical. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that right now. All right. Uh, <laughs> off air, off air, off air. Um, no, they uh, they turn out pretty well. And then I decided to cut them on my bandsaw. Because um, <laughs> you had to go through the casings? Well, I could have I could have done the... I could have turned off the break on the saw stop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to do that. Um, and I have a resaw blade on my bandsaw. So it's pretty aggressive in terms of the... Um, like the tooth per inch, like pretty low. The TPI. TPI. Um, so it was just an aggressive cut. It's going to be a lot of sanding. Some of the shells, uh, something I learned <laughs> in this process, is the epoxy doesn't really stick to the shell casing uh, since it's metal. So if one of the casings was on the edge and I cut it in half, the casing just fell out of the coaster. Really? It like didn't like bind interesting so i don't i which makes sense it's like it's metal and if you have metal 
that epoxy drips on, you can just pop, like scrape it off. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be that easy to come off. <laughs> um, so again, hindsight, I should have just done one set of those at a time and kind of done some lessons learned. Should should be able to salvage them, and they should still be cool. Um, but yeah, definitely not, definitely not ideal. I gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of a. I definitely got you on the uh, learning curve of it all, but uh, it's kind of like what was that other one you did? Oh, the the tees, the wood tee board that you did, where you had to plane through mm, some of the yeah. tees. Obviously, <laughs> those are wood, so it's a little easier to plane through. But uh, obviously not the desired look, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I still, I still have that board too. I want to mess with more epoxy, dude. I don't know why. Especially now, I was really excited because I had finally like organized my schedule in a way where I was going to have more time to experiment and goof around. And I just like, I got blinded by the work and just started packing the schedule again. And now I don't have any time to breathe. But. Mm-hmm we'll see how I feel. I don't know. So it's, it's so hard. So back to the, the holidays conversation, <gasps> excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, I have, I have a split family my parents are divorced. So I have two Thanksgivings right there. My girlfriend's parents are split. That's another two Thanksgivings right there. I have my grandparents. I have to worry about, well, so my mom and grandparents get lumped together. My dad and siblings get lumped together um and then i have my girlfriend's both sides of her family and then we kind of have like one friends giving that we have to go to so that, i don't know mm-hmm. if you're counting there but that's five thanksgivings we have to worry about so that's why we did one yesterday on monday i have three on thanksgiving itself we do we do a turkey bowl we do a flag football game in the morning every mm-hmm. thanksgiving we've been doing it for like 12 years now uh just with my family family friends and whatnot so i'm doing that at like me and my dad get to the park at like 6 a.m. to reserve the field. And then we usually kick off at like 9 a.m., get done by 10, 30, 11. I go straight to my grandparents' house for my mom's and grandparents' side of the family's Thanksgiving. And then we're going to Haley's uh, parents' mom's dad's side, Haley's dad's side after that. And then we actually have Haley's dad's wedding on Friday. <laughs> Six events in this in the next four days yeah dude or sorry so the rehearsal dinner is on friday and Haley's in the mm-hmm. wedding of course so we have to be there the whole weekend and then the wedding's on saturday so that's going to be wild and then sunday is the last thanksgiving that we have so just mayhem over here on top of a very busy work schedule so it's been very interesting to say the least yeah no kidding and yesterday was crazy too because we started this tradition of golfing on uh well I don't even know if we can call it tradition, but I, I, Monday I woke up and I was so excited to get work done for, from like, I don't know, like 6am till one o'clock. And then I was going to go golfing. And then we had our family's Thanksgiving and the Cardinals game. But like at 10 o'clock I'd gotten a good amount of, or I got some work done from like 7am to 10am. And then I was just like, all I can think about is Thanksgiving and golf, dude. Like I have no motivation to do anything. Yeah. So we went golfing, got that done and came home and had Thanksgiving and once again, I'm in that mentality of I just I don't want to do anything except eat food yeah. and hang out with the family, dude. Well, I went into the office this morning and there's a uh, one of the he's technically my he's one of my sailors. He's a senior chief. He's probably been in the Navy for like 22 years and he comes into the office and we're just kind of, you know, shooting the breeze, talking about what's up for the week <laughs> and Thanksgiving. And we we get off tomorrow at noon 
uh, for like the week. That's when I can officially leave. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so are you coming in tomorrow? And he goes, no, absolutely not. And he was like, I'm staying at home. In-laws are here. Um, and I was like, should I come in tomorrow? He goes, do not come in. <laughs> All righty. He, he was like, check your email in the morning. Telework. Do whatever you got to do. And I was, but I do not. He's like, if you're driving out of state, let's just stay home and telework. Because uh, it's going to be empty. You have, what, a 10-hour uh, drive to Wisconsin? It's like nine and a quarter. Nine and three-eighths. Is that with stops? Nine and three-eighths hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe like 15 16 dude i was reading these plans online uh i don't even remember what it was i was looking at some kind of cnc table situation which i have some very very exciting stuff coming for the cnc i cannot wait to share that but we'll wait till next mm-hmm. episode but uh, i was looking at these plans online and i'm pretty sure it was a dude from the us of a and in his plans he mentioned uh it was like a supply list and one of them was like you need two and one third of two by fours i was like <laughs> what what is well, this that's well we were talking about that with the uh the plywood on online at home depot i think the whatever it's close to a quarter um they list it online as one fifth like one fifth inch uh, I think, or I think it's like five millimeters. What what the the ply is, but since they don't do metric on their website, mm-hmm. they say it's one fifth inch. I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Inches are already harder than they have to be. Right now, we're doing in in non uh, divisible, you know, numbers. Yeah, that's silly. Uh, I thought that was so weird, and I I just it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's funny. <sighs> Nine hours, <laughs> one dude. third. But also, two and one third, two by fours, right? Two and one third, yeah. Okay. Well, is it a hundred and eight inch stud? Is it a ninety six inch stud? Like what? One third of what? Yeah, I don't. I it didn't make any sense. I did. I did not look any further after I saw that. I closed out of it immediately and looked elsewhere. <laughs> I did not. If if I'm already seeing that on the first page of the plans, who knows what else is going to come out of that? Well, that was the I. So I bought the bed frame plans for my master, my king bed in my bedroom uh-huh. more to get the, is that the, initial... uh, the incredible or, uh, the semi-exact leg one or no, no, this is just the wooden one with the lights behind it. Like the okay. backlight. Gotcha. Um, more just to get the basic size of like the crossbars and, you know, kind of the basic measurements. I played a lot with the, um with like the height of the bed and everything Mm -hmm. but as i was going through it it was like you need yeah you need six two by sixes or something like that and i was like well what's what length like am i gonna go and i'm gonna get like a 20 foot two by six (laughs) um you know there there were no lengths it just said you need two like for the one by four crossbars it was just like you need 10 one by fours and I was like, well, if you get a one by four by six, it'll barely reach. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, I feel like that, that's, so that's a that little point. bit more understandable because I feel like the staple would be eight foot long, but you should most certainly specify if you're making plans for people, in my opinion. Yeah. And some of his cut lists, he didn't have a cut list. It was just a like 3d drawing it was horrible i actually have to show you that drawing it was so bad um <laughs> i hate that just not just didn't show at all what was being done um and then the next step 
it had like already completed five steps in between that you just had to figure out on your own. Um, I hate that. So I, <laughs> I got the basic design and then just rolled with my, you know, my own, my own process. Fun After life. Doing... And that's why you should fucking, Oh, I haven't, that should not said a bad word there, but that's Uncle why you T, should not You're not supposed to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you should not uh, use other people's plans. Just kidding. I mean, so, I feel like most of the time they're pretty good, but there is some out there that I, I mean, early on in the woodworking journey, I most certainly looked at plans a lot and uh, definitely make sure you read through them before you, you know, embark on the actual project to make sure there's no fooey going on there. Yeah. And that was uh, one reason why I don't really want to make plans myself is because I know I don't have the attention <laughs> to detail to do 3D drawings and show everything. Right. Some plans are really, really good. Um, others, I can look at the item that they have printed, um, like the final result they put on the first page to draw you in. I could look at that, look at the cut list and kind of backfill, like reverse engineer, like the Chinese do to all of our, you know, warplanes and stuff. <laughs> um, I could look at the final product, look at the pieces and then build it. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I just, again, back, we had that conversation months ago. It's just no desire to make plans of my own for anything. People yeah. ask how I made something. And I'm like, you know what? I woke up. I did one two-dimensional drawing on some grid paper mm -hmm. and some yellow paper that I keep right here. <laughs> and next to it, I wrote roughly what I would need from Home Depot or Lowe's. And then I picked it up and I got it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really bad about, you know, any of the furniture I've made has never been based off like plans or, well, I mean, uh, I don't really know. I, I don't like, I don't make my own plans when I build stuff. Obviously I would like to do a few basic ones, uh, very basic, not furniture based ones, more like shop furniture stuff probably. Mm -hmm. But, uh, who knows if that'll even happen. And I, I'm right there with you. I don't think I could pull off, uh, uh, really detailed, nice plans. And I don't want to put a poor quality product out there either, you know? Right, right, yeah. Just got to know yourself. Know yourself, know your worth. Yeah. Um, hmm. But, hey, let's uh, take a real quick second and talk about this week's episode sponsor, and that is Jobber. Did you know that you can save 20% off your first six months using Jobber if you follow the link in our bio? You can also try out a two-week free trial before committing to anything long-term. Jobber is the next step you need to take in taking your business to the next level. Give it a try with no risk involved now, and you won't be disappointed. Jobber, thank you so much for supporting the podcast, sponsoring this episode, and being just an all-around great customer relationship management software. Y'all are the best. Moving on from that, Doggy, let's talk about uh, your sales. I just peeped at the Etsy a little bit ago. You're almost at that 100 sale mark, baby. Yeah, getting a lot of um, those coaster orders are just flying out the shelves. And uh, um, lower on the cutting board, charcuterie board stuff. That surprises me. me. You, get, you got them so competitively, competitively priced on there. I can't believe they're not selling nearly as much as the coasters are. Yeah, and... It's the same thing like going to the craft fairs. Um, people really like those $50 stocking stuffers. And the coast, that's what the coasters are. They ship the next day. They're 55 bucks, And it's a set of four. And they're just good gifts. Even though, again, most bottles are, you know, twist-offs. Yeah, we don't talk about those. 
um, as opposed to cutting boards and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's marketing. Maybe it's my advertisement. I don't know. But the, the coasters, that video went, you know, popped off, got millions of views, and that was driving a lot of traction on my page. So that's kind of the reason I think why the coasters were selling better than the other items, just because it got so many more eyes on them. Yeah, and, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense because, like I was talking about earlier with those, that gambler sign, like that, those drummed up, that drummed up several sales for me, you know, off of a viral video, which is kind mm-hmm. of the first situation in a long time where an Instagram post drum, drummed, dram, dram up sales. <laughs> but uh, it's super cool. It's uh, really cool, honestly, that that worked out that way. Yeah, and again, just trying to... Again, we got, you know, 180, 190,000 eyes on our accounts between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I'm trying to do when I post videos like that, where I'm making something to sell, I'm saying, like, you know, link in bio for my Etsy, like, you know, purchase today, link in bio, something like that to monetize those eyes on your profile okay right so we're we're getting paid for reels bonus right just to get views and otherwise all i've been doing for the last two years is making stuff throwing in inventory and hoping it sells right not directing people hey you can go buy this this item i'm making in this video right now um so Again, just trying to again monetize those eyes and and in turn it into some serious profit. And the coasters have been really steady. I took about two weeks off, three weeks off of making them. And I mentioned earlier, I made five sets yesterday, and I'll make some more sets after Thanksgiving, and that'll hopefully carry me through Thanksgiving or uh, Christmas, and uh, take a couple, probably seven days off around Christmas, and just chill that sounds nice i don't even want to think about this scheduling for christmas this year <laughs> dude yeah holidays are always hectic around here we also have a lot of birthdays towards that end of the end of the year so definitely mm. a little bit of a headache but that's yeah. sick dude still pumped that year yeah. still having that success and it wasn't so short-lived you know i know that that was a concern of course but it seems to be hanging on yeah we'll see what this round does and we'll play it by ear that's all we could do. So obviously, uh, you're kind of selling all over the nation slash world. But uh, have you really even thought about or tried to kind of rebuild your like furniture building side of things in your new location? Um, we mentioned a little bit ago. I I haven't. I've got a really good lumber supplier, but it's not quite enough to do oh, right, tables. Right, right. Like. I, I can't get 60 board feet of eight quarter ash or alder. So Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't been able to figure that aspect out. Have you like tried looking for other places? I mean, I know we've had this conversation before. There's a place in town. Uh, So the guy I get my walnut from, I get like 750 a board foot. Mm -hmm. Um, If I go into town, it's like 16. So I, I could. But and obviously that's that's a cost that gets passed on to the customer. Right. I'm not paying the difference. Um, but you but, get the customers first. Yeah. So no, I, I've kind of let those listings on Facebook Marketplace, um, you know, die. I'll have to renew them. 
Um, but I couldn't even think about making a table with how, <laughs> with how crazy I've been with these little coasters. Um, but I just, uh, I'm doing that end table, the epoxy end table. And then I have a, uh, two redwood slabs. One I just flattened today. Um, and make one my desk and put that on Facebook marketplace kind of start start that process of getting people to see that I make the bigger stuff again mm-hmm. and because um, I told Zach he's making a gorgeous walnut desk I like, dude I want these live edge slab client deals mm-hmm. I need like a commission for it and he was like well you don't advertise for it right like touche Touche. Yeah, that's actually something. So when I was doing that uh, big Walnut Island table refinishing job mm-hmm. that I posted yeah. about, um, it was in a very, 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 very wealthy community. Like the house I was in is like $6 million house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you know what? Like there's got to be so many people in this or There's got to be at least a couple people in this neighborhood who would be interested in like a really wicked table dining table or coffee table or something you know live edge or epoxy river whatever it may be Mm -hmm. so i've actually started working on making up a little flyer pamphlet type dealio that i can go door to door and like just strictly advertise the tables i've done like i only want to get the Mm. uh uh, commissions that are like tables like that you know especially ones that i can just throw a metal base on that is such easy money honestly ridiculous how awesome, how easy that is yeah for sure especially with an easy way to flatten slabs mm-hmm. like now that i have this router sled all i have to do is get a slab flatten it sand it finish it yep easy breezy and then c, c channel obviously if you need c channel yeah um but it's a good idea and it makes sense so obviously awesome. if you don't advertise it they won't know so i think it'd be a cool way just to you know, I would love to. I, I'm like a, I'm a knock on the door, talk to a person kind of person. I don't want to just leave the uh, like a note on the door. You know, those are just gonna get thrown away. Like I might bother a lot of people, but you know, it only takes. You know, what's a stack of flyers gonna cost me? Less than a hundred bucks, obviously. I can get a thousand of them for probably that price, mm-hmm. and then I spend two hours walking door to door in a couple nice neighborhoods, talk to a couple people. What is it? Shake some hands, kiss some babies. You know. And Chicks if I babies, if I just get hands. one two three four thousand dollar table like that's that two hours of work and hundred dollars in supplies is so worth it you know yeah, yeah. and you get return customers and referrals right. and yeah I think that's definitely a good way to go I couldn't do that in the area I live right now I'd have to go you'd have to carry a gun on you <laughs> no no it's actually this this is one of the safest areas in like the Memphis area, a really safe neighborhood, um, really safe town, but I would have to go to the wealthier area. Right. Um, there's like two, two cities. One actually Charlie's in, um, that there's just a little, a little more money and it's like young families mm-hmm. and, um, we're totally stereotyping know. here, but obviously, you know, the nicer houses are more keen to have nicer furniture. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious for anybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we'd be hurting anybody's feelings by saying that. Yeah, and that, this guy, this guy that I did that walnut uh, table refinishing dealio for, he had these god awful, ugly, uh, like marble. There was like three. It was like three end tables that he had next to each other that kind of formed a coffee table. There was like three levels of this like mm-hmm. granite stone on different levels 
of a metal base. And there's three of those, right? And I was like, oh, dude, like I have this really cool idea for a coffee table, uh, you know, to replace these things. They're kind of chipped. It's a rental property, so it gets abused. Um, and he was like, you know, like that's a really cool idea, but I paid $4,000 for each one of those tables. So I'm probably not going to get rid of them. I was like, Oh, I was going to charge you $900 to make this table idea that I wanted to pull off. <laughs> and it would have been way more functional and way prettier. Yeah. The people that, I don't know, you go into some of these high end houses. I, I picked up something on Facebook marketplace that walked through the house, the backyard with the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like this is just is a beautiful home, like beautiful kitchen, huge island, and everything. And it's just like some of the tackiest like coffee tables and end <laughs> tables. And the guy was asking me uh, like what I do and everything. And so I'm in the Navy, but my real passion—I shouldn't say real passion—but um, my side job is like custom woodworking and um, all these kinds of things. And then he started asking, you know, do you have a card? Showed him my card, everything like that. Gave him a few extra, like, you know, tell your friends. <laughs> um, and it's just, like, I, what I should have said is, that looks terrible. You should let me build you a better table. <laughs> yeah, and then, then you'll end up in a situation like me, like, oh, you think that's terrible? That's actually my grandma's grandma's passed down table that has been in my family for generations. It was handcrafted by blah, 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 you know? But you gotta be, well, you gotta go, be careful. Go ahead and tell like me, that. Ma, that she had really bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> you dial up that phone to heaven and you tell her to get her shit together. No, but uh, that is funny. And going back to what Zach said, it's definitely. And I, I'm in the next. I might have to wait till the new year, unfortunately. But uh, I definitely am gonna do that flyer idea. Why not? Like I said, it's not that much of an investment to try, and you only need mm-hmm. one customer to make it worthwhile. Yeah, and I think. On that note, we should probably wrap this sucker up. What do you say? Let's wrap her up. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Alrighty. Thank you all, as usual, all 7 billion of you for listening to uh, this week's episode. And I hope you guys have a great holiday weekend. Yeah. Week. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Enjoy Enjoy the time with your families. Take a good old long siesta in Mm -hmm. the afternoon with that tryptophan. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. That's all we got, folks. Love y'all. Stay safe. Peace. Peace.